Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I like to talk with you about having better relationships. I'm not just talking about with your clients or customers. I'm talking about your family and your friends and those around you. If you're looking to improve how you relate with others and how you are able to make an impact with those around you in a positive way, stay tuned for some really practical tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I'm so glad that you are choosing to spend your time with me. I know you got a whole bunch of other places to be. Make sure this is your very first time listening to smash that subscribe button so that way as soon as I drop an episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And I have not forgot those of you guys who have been listening for multiple episodes. Thank you for sticking with me. Make sure that you write me a review if you haven't done so already and share this podcast with other people. We can't grow this community without your help. And that way we get to bring about a more positive impact in this world because Lord knows we need a lot more sunshine around the darkness around us. Let's talk about this idea of relationship. I've been toying around with it with my, in my mind for a while because I think we get confused about what we're trying to do in terms of relating with others. And for a lot of us, we have a hard time even understanding ourselves and our intentions. And I want to break this down to three simple steps. So if you have something to write with, go ahead and hit the pause button and grab your writing materials so that you can record some key ideas that I say. And if journaling is not an option for you right now, that's okay. Just mentally reflect on what I have to say. And you can always revisit this podcast at a later time in order for you to be able to capture your thoughts directly at a later time. Let's talk about this. I think for a lot of us, none of us wake up and think to ourselves, I want to grab as much as I can with little to nothing to give back. I truly think that the people who are listening to this podcast have a heart to help others. Otherwise, you wouldn't be in business and you wouldn't want to be doing what you do because Lord knows it feels like a lot of long hours and not enough payout for some of the frustrating moments. So I know that your intentions are good and that's a really great place to start because I think for a lot of us, we downcast all the things that we do and we only just think about the things that we aren't doing right or we haven't achieved. So I want you to start off just having a really good sense of knowing that you are already on the right place because you're investing in yourself, you're investing in your growth, you want to help other people achieve their goals, but I know that you're looking for a little bit more. And I'm hoping that as you're listening to this episode, you'll be able to really take some key ideas that you never quite considered before and you're able to run with it. Um, at a faster rate. But I think that this is definitely something that's really scratching the surface. If you like to dive in deeper about having better relationships with other people, having better understanding about who you are, what you want to do, I would encourage you to check out my course, Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program where we take a deeper dive as to how you relate with others, how you relate to yourself, how your past shapes your actions of today. I am going to drop a link in the show notes below so you can access it. 
Okay, all right, enough suspense. Let's get into my three tips. Well, it's really three steps in order to have better relationships. Number one is I want you to define your identity. I know I kind of talked about in the beginning. I know that you believe that you want to have an impact in your community. You believe that your service is going to have such great dividends in terms of future return of people being able to do their work better, be able to complete their assignments, whatever your work is, or feel better about themselves, whatever you're doing, I know that you are already doing remarkable things. And the fact that, again, you're listening to a podcast like that tells me that you're interested in really understanding yourself at a deeper level. So give yourself credit. But I think for a lot of us, and I have included myself into the mix, we have this identity that's based on shame, shame from not measuring up, shame from being ridiculed by people who really didn't have our best intentions at heart, shame from misunderstandings, shame from not being able to achieve what we think we should achieve given our amount of work, our amount of experience and certain things. And I want to let you know that if you're letting yourself being defined by pains, unresolved pains of the past, you're going to set yourself up for a dynamic that's going to cause more heartache than pain in the long run. I'm just going to be a little vulnerable with you and I want to share with you a personal example with me in regards to romance, but you can also think about professional or even non-romance, because I think this, this this idea is really applicable. I remember when this was about 15 years ago, wow, <laughs> I was engaged to be married. And I remember my then fiance and I agreed that we wanted to get married because we felt that this was our only opportunity to be loved and to find someone that could understand us. And when I thought about it, Back then, it made total sense to me because I had a series of failed, I wouldn't even call them relationships, two, three months at a time dating someone, and it never really lasted, never really stuck, and it always kind of fell apart, and and my ex-fiance at the time, he also had a series of very dysfunctional interactions, and we both believed that we were so desperate to be loved, and we felt that we were getting old, which is ridiculous because we were in our early 20s. Well, he was in his mid-20s, I was in my early 20s, but we believed that we were getting old, and that this was our only chance to get ourselves together and start a family, and I want to tell you that was a recipe for disaster. Thankfully, it ended, and the engagement got broke off, but this idea that I can't find anyone, I can't believe that no one wants to be with me, or let's translate this into your business. I don't know if I'm going to get the next client, so I'm going to lowball myself to the point where I'm charging next to nothing, or I don't believe that I'm able to have good friendship, so I'm going to have people who more or less use me and I'll call them friends because they'll, they don't mind listening to me before they ask me for money or favors. that This is all based on identity of feeling less than or having a lack of your own sense of worth, your own sense of pride in who you are. And when I say pride, a lot of people confuse pride with hubris. Hubris is some unexaggerated, unex- a high sense of self 
that's unmerited and pride is taking full stock of all the wonderful things that you have done, all the accomplishments and remembering what you have done. But hubris is basically an inflated ego (laughs) that refuses to burst. I don't believe that most of you guys who are listening have a problem with your ego. I think for a lot of you guys, and myself included, sometimes we diminish our worth because we've been told by people many years ago who aren't in even our lives right now, they're not even in our lives, that somehow we don't deserve because we don't measure up to their standards. And let me tell you something, people who hold you up to a high standard with no grace aren't worth a lick of your time, a lick of your energy. And they're probably better off not being in your world. I don't see any gain by having anyone in your life that tries to make you feel less than so they can feel better about their selves. That's usually what I see that dynamic play out. And I want to let you know that your identity comes from you being a child of God, a child of the universe, a a child of the creation of divine, or however you want to coin it. And Remember all the wonderful good things that you have done and will continue to do and taking stock of all the unique talents that you have. There is no one like you that exists on this planet and no one ever will. We all may have similar personalities, but our unique stories, our unique experiences are just like our fingerprints. There is none fingerprint like yours and there will never be. So understand your identity first and foremost, because if you don't have your own agenda or idea of who you are, you will soon adopt other people's agenda. And trust me, you're not going to like it. At least that's been my personal experience with that. Now, the second thing and this having better relationships is define your intentions. It's very fascinating when I go to the checkout lane at grocery store or whatever and the cashier says hey how you doing and you know that the cashier only wants you to say fine I'm doing good and even if you said I'm having a bad day or my dog just died or my house just burned down they don't really want to hear it this is a transactional brief relationship they're just trying to be polite so they can scan your items uh, tally the amount purchased and get the money and then move on to the next transaction. And a lot of people function with transactional relationships. I I think about in with our businesses, there's a big difference between clients versus customers. Your client is an ongoing relationship versus a customer, someone who purchased maybe one, maybe two, but you don't have to interact with them other than just to answer any questions they may have about the product, but there's no ongoing relationship. And I think for a lot of us, we confuse these transactions versus relationships. And if you are trying to expect people to have a relationship based on a relationship that was based on transactions, then you're going to really have to ask yourself, what did you do on your part? Because it takes two to tangle. Let's be real. It takes two to tangle about why we believe that this needs to change. Is it because your priorities have changed? Is it because something in your life has changed? Is it because your needs have changed? But you can't force people to treat you in a way unless you have set up the environment where it nurtures that. I'll give you a very perfect example where it 
appeared to be relational, but it really was transactional. I had a, uh, a neighbor of mine and uh, she was ve- feeling very upset with some personal issues in her life. And I noticed this every time where I she would ask me to go out and spend time with her on different outings and whatnot. And she would talk, talk, talk about her, her problems with her relationship. And she didn't really want to solve her her emotional problems at all. She just really wanted sympathy. And I just remember she would always invite me to get something to eat or dinner or whatever. And she would pay for the t- the tap. And I felt as if, my goodness, this is not a relationship. This is a transaction where she feels like she felt obligated to uh, treat me out to something, even if it was little, just to feel as if my time was being spent. And on the service, it may feel like a relationship, but it was really transactional because if two people have a relationship, both feel like they're winning. But if one person feels like they're losing or one person just feels indifferent, you're having a transaction where one person's just thinking, I'm just going to wait until this thing is over and then I can move on to the next. If someone is feeling that way, that is not our relationship. So I want you to ask yourself, what are you really wanting from not just your professional interactions with people, but your personal interactions with people? When I'm thinking about my professional's interaction with people, I'm thinking more of in transactional because I don't need to have that depth of me being vulnerable with the other person. When you're talking about relationships, it's a vulnerability on both sides, not on one side and the other. If you're, if one person's feeling vulnerable and the one and the other person's not being vulnerable, that's more of a transaction. Now, I don't want you to confuse this from a relationship with your therapist or if you're working with a coach like me and think that, oh, well, that means that Denise is not going to be vulnerable as she has a conversation with with me. No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm vulnerable, but in a professional manner, meaning that I'll share things that I have experienced, but I'm not asking for it to be fulfilled or to feel compensated emotionally for me being sharing my time. It's within the context of helping you, the client, overcome your barriers, overcome your limitations, feel more safe and secure in sharing, and in an environment that's for constructive learning. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about specifically for a lot of us, and I've been guilty of this, where we say that we, we, we want a relationship, but in reality, we just want to find someone to dump on because we lack the courage within ourselves to be honest about what we really want to accomplish in this relationship. That's the distinction. And if you need to dive in deeper about what I'm talking about, I would highly encourage you to check out Amazing Attitude because I do talk about how we have expectations that aren't necessarily realistic with the people that are in our life. And I'm hoping that if you need to do that further deep dive, that you'll do this. But I just want to say in summary about this whole define your intentions, ask yourself, am I really being vulnerable Am I really seeking to have depth with this conversation or with this person? Am I really wanting to understand them really and and share things and not be afraid of being judged or criticized? Or am I feeling as if I have something to lose if I'm not giving, if I'm giving something away of myself? That's for you to decide. I am not to judge, (laughs) 
about what your intentions are. But I think for a lot of us, we've gotten so accustomed to having these transactional short term or with limited engagement that we confuse them with relationships and they're not. Okay. And I know that might be hard to hear if you've more or less have everyone around you in some transactional form where you either try to get as much as you can with a little little to no emotional investment on your own. That's something that you might have to d- dive in deeper and ask yourself, why do I feel afraid to be vulnerable with other people? And there usually is because of a lot of unresolved pain, shame, blaming, a lot of those dynamics that just need to be brought up to the surface and dealt with. Okay. And the last thing that I want to share with you is about being clear about your needs. Now, these are very interesting because, I mean, I think about who I am now versus, heck, even 20 years ago. And I definitely am not the same woman that I am. And I think that for us, different things can happen in our lives where we could either have children or start a business, end a business, move, change jobs. <laughs> so many different things can really shift what you once thought was important to you, what you once thought was essential. And as you reflect on it now, it's really not even relevant if you had to be honest with yourself. And I think for a lot of us, when we're thinking about our needs, we're thinking specifically things that help us improve not just our physical health, our emotional, our psychological, our spiritual health. For me, if it doesn't fill up any one of those buckets in any form or fashion, it's definitely not a need for me. I think that for a lot of people, we get stuck in these routines that don't even serve us. I'll give you a perfect example. I hated to do this. I hated to do this, but I was talking with a client the other day and I was saying, we were talking about the whole issue of saying that I don't want to hear anything about this particular celebrity, their divorce or their whatever. I wish, I wish we go back to the days where we knew nothing about these people. I don't, I hope, I wonder if that day existed. I think with the advent of newspapers, I think there's always been a thirst, a demand for us to know about what other people, especially the rich, the powerful, and the famous. But anyway, I digress. I just wished we had a moment where we just literally had ignorance. We know we know little to nothing of our next door neighbor, but somehow we know everything about this celebrity, which makes no freaking sense. The people that are closest to us, the people that are are within our circle of influence, we are afraid to connect with them, but we want to learn everything about some star in a far distant place that we'll probably never visit because we're not accessing that community. And the point I was trying to make for this whole rambling, forgive me, is that we get entangled in things that don't matter. And I want to ask you about what your needs is. What are you getting yourself entangled that really is not relevant, necessary, or needed in your life? Because your brain, think of it as like of a jug of milk or water, whatever liquid. And what happens is if you start filling that jug up and it's, let's say the jug is already full, what happens if you start filling an overfilled jug, things start spilling out. What's spilling out? It's, are you spilling out frustration? Are you spilling out envy? Are you spilling out all their necessary information that's needed for what's necessary for your life right now? I don't know. It's for you to decide. I'm not going to be your judge or jury. But I think for a lot of us, when we think about our needs, we use distractions and we confuse 
what other people are doing as a necessity or need to know. It's not a need to know. I want you to stay focused on your environment. I need you to focus on your emotional, your spiritual, your your financial. All those are needs. And anything that goes outside that bubble, it really isn't. And I know for some of you guys saying, "Well, I want to read my soap operas, or I want to get catch up on what's going on in politics, or I want to know about." Look, if that's your thing. That's your jam. You feel like that. That's what you need. Then that's you. I'm not saying not trying to tell you to give up certain things. I'm just saying, take a good hard look at your life and ask yourself, what is really a priority? And are you prioritizing your priorities? Because I think for a lot of us, we get so distracted with all the noise in this world. We have a hard time distinguishing between what's important versus what is a distraction. Okay. Let's recap everything that we've talked about today, okay? The first thing that I want you to do is to define your identity. Your identity comes from your accomplishments, your what the divine, God, higher power, whatever you want to call it, has given you. No one, including me, has a right to define who you are and what you can do in this world. And if anyone has done that, they aren't deserving of your attention because no one gets to diminish other people based on their own limited ideas and their own limited perspective. Okay. Number two is I want you to define your intentions. Are you relating people based on transactions? Only you do something, I do something, you do something, I do something, or we're having a relationship where you're allowing yourself and the other person, you make them feel safe that they can um, share their thoughts and feelings without feeling as if they are less than. And lastly, I want you to be clear about your needs. Is, is this helping you improve mentally, physically, psycho- uh, psychologically? And if it's not, ask yourself, why in the world are you giving that much energy to something that's literally impacting you negatively? But that's for you to decide. Okay, I'm hoping that these tips were really important for you. Again, if you want to take a deeper dive, amazing attitude is going to be your best bet, Okay. If you have any questions or comments about what I had to say, feel free to reach out to me at podcast.deniseglee.com. And that's it. I'm hoping that you have a fabulous day and that you will be able to relate not just with other people, but with yourself with love and integrity. With that being said, take care and be awesome.